What's up, general public? It's episode 99.5 of Stick and Ring Podcast. Still out here protesting, marching, rallying against doing episode 100, not in person. We will continue the good fight until it's no longer necessary, until the boys can be the boys, until the mics can come to life in real life. Boys, how are we doing? Josh, how are you, man? Oh, harder, baby. Um, I'm a lot better than Raph. Uh, a lot better, yeah. Yeah, uh, no. I'm alive. <laughs> I am <laughs> not about to fall asleep, but uh, we're good. We're golden. Yeah, we kind of made Raph sound like he was in the hospital, but Raph, you're just a bit tired. Dude, I'm a fucking morning person now. Fuck you guys. What yeah, you, that's shut the, the fuck up. You're not a morning person. Josh, I, went you're to, like, Josh, I went to bed at 8.30 yesterday. Tell me I'm not a morning person. I woke up at 6.30 yesterday. I've oh been doing this for a week dude. straight, dude. Dude, that's the why? problem is that people you Wait, don't you're become on a morning now. You don't yeah, become I got a nine a morning to five person. schedule now. You don't become a morning person overnight. That's the struggle. Dude, I know takes, you know how many it takes a long time. I don't think you understand how many nights I had where I'd like fucking there was I'd say a four to five day window where I'd go to bed at between like one to like three, trying to get myself to go to bed relatively earlier than I normally do. I'd sleep for two hours, wake up be awake for the next four sleep for like one maybe two more and then go to work holy ridiculous and yeah, i'm like dude, finally that... on a normal sleep cycle dude that's good man I, I feel like you need that you of all people because like you're nuts it's like you're like one of those guys like like for me like i like to think like i'm like a night hawk but like i'm not up like if it's like 2 a.m i'm like josh i'm like you need to sleep like this is brutal <laughs> josh, you gotta whereas it like <laughs> Whereas, like, you, you're like, yeah, I didn't sleep until, like, 4.35. And I'm like, bruh, like, how like how do you do that? Like, I just, I couldn't function. I wouldn't be able to do that. Yeah, dude. I, well, I, I just got used to it over the years. Like, I, I was even like that in high school, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, I'd be definitely. staying up super late, like, not necessarily sleeping, not doing any of that kind of jazz, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I would say, yeah, I, I would that. say that sleep doctors are around because of people like Raffle. Yes, because like some people have done uh, like incredible things to their like their body and mind in terms of sleep and like patterns and stuff like that. That people are like, "Fuck it, we need an actual profession for this." Like, yeah, we need we need to figure out medically how to fix this. Yeah, because it's it's junked. Melatonin, man. Yeah, um, mel- tell you. Mel- yeah, melatonin just gets you just gets you reliant though, doesn't it? Gets you dependent on that. Uh kind of dependent on that good good white powder. Okay, let's let's. Not, I wonder, let's I wonder if you, if you, if you crushed up a couple of melatonin and snorted it right up, do you think you'd pass out within five minutes? No, what you just like you should, absorb you should your try bloodstream it. hella quick. If I try that, then you have to try crushing them up and putting it up your fucking hoop. Treat it as a positive. Apparently, <laughs> that that will get it going quicker. I think I would die. If I pass out in five minutes from snorting it, you'll pass out in five seconds. Yeah, that'd be <laughs> sick. That'd be a good knockout there. Um. Yeah, so so we're out here again. I mean, we're once again on Discord. We don't need to we don't need to sound like broken record, but we will anyway. That Discord is what it is, and the boys just don't have the same chemistry when we're out here. But I mean, like, can when, can we agree when, though that Discord is so much better than fucking Zoom no. and Google Meets? Oh, oh okay, hundred percent. Because the amount of problems we've had with like 
internet connections and everything else and just like recording everything is just fucking yeah it is better dude discord is way better like the fact that we can bring on like 10 of our friends play among us it's like stream a online game have discord bump in at the same time is just way better like we were talking to uh isha runner of the hockey podcast network quick plug there um for like 25 minutes like just you know just talking about like basically hockey stuff and where the podcast is headed and like halfway through i'm like i can't like i can't hear anything well i just like what do you think and then i'm talking and then someone else talks and just like cancels out what i'm saying and i'm like you know what i'm good i'm good google me can fucking pound sand dude yeah (laughs) josh you've also been the unfortunate bearer of of just shitty circumstances when it comes to internet connection like i've been been there before but it's like I feel like a years like many years of frustration of gaming with Raffle late at night and having fucking YouTube from upstairs mess up my connection led me to getting like above just kind of overkill when it comes to internet when I moved out and I just I I just paid the piper and I was like fuck it I'm not dealing with that ever again. Yeah, and and I think it it's got to be said like dude like I hate like I I'm 24 but like my. I guess like my knowledge of like technology and just like how it works is that of like a 55 year old man. Like I just, like, yeah. I just don't have the patience for it. Maybe like, 85 year old man. I think you're giving yourself a bit too much credit here. Okay. Relax. <laughs> um, but it, it's just like one of those things. Like for me, like I remember uh, you guys were all playing call of duty and this was during quarantine. And my everything was seen it was connected to the internet and like my xbox was like can't open the game error code this and like i googled the error the error code and it's like yeah you like you just can't join the game and i'm like <laughs> i'm like that's not I'm you're like, just not that's good not enough. A, i'm like that's not a fucking answer that is not an answer you can't just say that like you have to give me a reason why like i just it's Spins me out because I'm like, you're going to tell me all this garbage and you're not going to tell me like on like how to fix it. It's like, here's a problem, but like there's no fix to it. So sorry. Bro, but we got to realize where we've come from. Like, do you guys not remember growing up? And I can think of so many different examples. Like, for example, when when we first started getting internet, like the dial up days, like I don't know if you I had dial up in my house at one point and just what like trying to i forget how it exactly went but i'm pretty sure you like try and log on and if you hear those that noise you're fucked because it means someone else is using it and you're like sitting there waiting it's almost like every instance of using technology 15 years ago was like you expected it to go wrong and you were surprised when it didn't but nowadays we're so conditioned to like everything working where it's like wait a second there's an error that can't be fixed is it bullshit (laughs) that's all it used to be like you were shocked when it when the fucking game that you bought from rogers actually worked and didn't have to be returned dude i just remember like my sister installing fucking limewire on her computer and and sorry mom like all your pictures from five years in the making are just gone thanks for coming (laughs) yeah oh god yeah those were the days where she would just run like roller coaster tycoon for like five hours a day slow the computer down (laughs) And then we finally got like fucking Sims out there and I'm watching her play Sims 
and we're just going for like six, seven hours, just playing Sims. And I'm like, oh my lord, yeah, this is nuts. or crazy, or time. like the idea of online shopping. Like, do you remember when my parents <laughs> used to drill it into me? Like, once again, 15 years ago, they're like, don't ever online shop. Like, they're stealing your money. And it actually yeah. is true. Like any version of online shopping, if they ever, there was no such thing as someone that asked for your credit card that was not a scam. Yeah, like, it was. It was fraud. Like it was complete fraud every single time. And nowadays, like, how easily do you give up your credit card information? Like, I'll do it for anything. Oh, tons. Yeah. Are you kidding, dude? I All see like any video game, piece of clothing, anything that's a golf club, anything that's on sale. I'm like, yeah, take my fucking money. Have it. Yeah, too easily. Chilling. It's like, do you want to remember your credit card info? You're like, eh, yeah, sure. Why? Yeah. <laughs> Make it easy next time. Next time I buy fucking random things from this place. Yeah, exactly. So that's where we've been. This is where we this is where we are now. So this is Tuesday, December first, the start of season two for the Hockey Podcast Network, which we are proud to be a part of. This is our second go around with the boys. The network, massive growth. We've already announced the the acquisition of the Amaze Media Labs and the three head honchos behind that, along with their team down in New York, yep. I believe it is. So the Big I mean, Apple. The Big Apple, the Big Easy being acquired by the Big Apple. Those are the days. Yeah, I mean, we've talked about what that means for us and how big that was for us and just really kind of solidifying and cementing what this actually is. Yeah, um, man, it's huge. And, Elijah, I have a question for you. And this is what's... very important. So last year, we were known as the rookies on the block. Like people that were new to podcasting, new to tweeting and Twitter and, and just like building our brand. Yeah. We are in our sophomore year. So my question is, are we going to go through a sophomore slump at some point this year? Like, what is that going to look like for the podcast? Like, does one of us get like COVID or like we all get COVID and like, we just, we can't record. Yeah. Or that would be, that would be pretty much far for the funny anymore. That yeah, maybe someone lose kind of like the the Space Jam thing where everyone's talent goes in the basketball. Like maybe maybe someone switches <laughs> out the mic and then all of our talent goes in the mic and we just can't speak and we just can't talk. Like we just become like mutes. Yeah, that would ugh, that would like, suck so much. I guess like yeah, like my my biggest thing is, is like what does a sophomore slump look like look like for Stick and Rink? You know, what? I I think that's bullshit. I don't think we go through a slump. To be honest, I think. I think we're one of those well-educated players out there who understands what they are and understands what they could be. And because mm-hmm. of that, hey, man, we, put, we know we put in the work. We put in the work outside of this podcast, too. We know of the big things that are going to come. Yeah. And so I think knowing that, I mean, I already started saying this on social media and all of our posts, Vancouver's number one podcast. Statistically, that might not be accurate as of now, but that's, this is inevitable. It's mm-hmm. it's it's like if you if you went back twenty years and you saw the Patriots draft Tom Brady and you said there you go the NFL's number one team for the next fifteen years and everyone would be like whoa 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 too soon you're like no 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 I know that's Could what you, we are right now I've always wondered like here's a theory for you now it's not proven but it'd be kind of cool do you imagine if like there was like everything that we've witnessed in history there was someone like traveling back in time to like tell those people to like do the stuff because like they've lived through it like someone goes into harvard and tells mark zuckerberg being like hey man you're gonna develop like a social media site 
called the Facebook and it is essentially going to introduce like basically like people around the world, college kids to start and it's going to be like the biggest, like one of the biggest social media sites, if not the biggest one in the world. And they're like, I can't tell you how you're going to do it. Cause I'm not smart, but you're going to do that. You know, that'd be yeah. cool. That'd like be one nuts. person just going around like that sort of thing. Like go, going to like, I don't know who invented something cool. You know, what kind of bugs me is that if that was true, and someone came back and tried to tell me personally things. But let's say they did it on like a, a more subtle, <laughs> subtle slate. If they were like, hey, and man, listen. Like, it? Yeah. <laughs> if they were like, hey, dude, you really shouldn't have that beer tonight. Like that's going to change your entire course of life. I'd be like, listen. And I'd crack it right in front of me. Like, you're a fucking idiot. Watch this. And you're like, you're a loser. <laughs> yeah, you're an absolute loser. And it's like, I didn't ask for your opinion. And you're like, crush it right in front of me. And you go on to do nothing with your life. Like, fuck and, that beer, dude. And And you know what? It's probably like that weird crackhead guy sitting outside Seven Eleven, yeah. Just, and like you're not you're not even holding a beer, and he's just telling you, "Don't drink my beer." And like <laughs> it's it's like that guy, it's yeah, like that guy. Have you, Josh? You are you a Seinfeld fan, Josh? Huge Seinfeld guy. Have do you Huge remember Seinfeld? Me and Megan are watching it from from the very first season. I'm I'm thoroughly enjoying it. Once did again. you guys I, wait? Did you guys buy the seasons or where are you streaming at? Uh, on Crave, got it on Crave right now. Oh, so I know that. I used to watch it as a kid all the time. I've seen all the episodes before, but never watched it start to finish. And okay. So we watched the episode the other day with um with the fucking old PE teacher on the steps of the library, who's <laughs> with his old mug saying, "Can't stand ya." <laughs> oh yeah, can't, can't stand ya. ya. I love that. <laughs> yeah, episode, I was dying. I That's that exactly episode. what I just pictured when you said the homeless man outside Seven Eleven. He's like, "Don't <laughs> drink the beer, idiot." <laughs> like, dude, my dad. You. Dude, my dad has every single season on DVD. Every single season. Fuck, dude. Yeah, I used, I would, my mom used to do that. My sister and I would go out from Calgary to see my dad every two weeks when we were kids. And we would watch like every single night. We would be out there. We'd get there on a Friday night. We'd like go to bed. Our flight would get in late. But like Saturday night, dude, we would watch like four episodes of Seinfeld. And like that was just like our thing. My dad would mark down where we left. So like when we would come out there, he, he'd be such a good dad. And he wouldn't jump ahead without like me and my sister watching. This guy, Ron, if you're listening, dude, 10 out of 10 job. Out of uh, thing, buddy. Guy, guy was a homie when it came to Seinfeld. So <laughs> You know what's a uh, tough thing about Seinfeld too is that if, if you try, like you and I both have it, have a special place in our because we grew up, like we were kids when we watched it. And we probably, we didn't understand 70% of the humor, but it was still funny to us and it was just something to watch. Yeah. Na- nowadays, if you try and convince your friends or tell them like, hey, this is actually like a really funny show. Mm-hmm. They like most people don't believe it. They're like, "What are you talking about? This is like kind of lame. It's just it's just an old sitcom." Yeah, I, and it, it just doesn't hit the same if, if you're no, watching it for the first time. It doesn't. Like, there, there are shows like I think The Office will hit the same no matter how fucking old you are. Like thirty years from now, it better hit the same. But yeah, maybe and, it won't. I don't know. But I think I think like our our love for kind of like these old shows, like even like Friends. Like when did Friends yeah. come out? Like when was the first? first season i think it was early 2000s maybe even late 90s like yeah i would say it was even late 90s so like you would you would have to think that like it's people's parents that like watch that show with their kids so 
Like, I think that's where people like love friends from is like your parents probably watched it. You watched a little bit of it as a kid. Like yeah. my parent, my parents didn't watch friends. Like they watched Seinfeld and like, yeah. that was like, that was their go-to thing. So, and then it's, it's so funny because like whenever you reference like these old shows, like that 70s show or even like fresh Prince too, like again, like later show or, um, or like older show you all like adults you're like hey do you ever watch seinfeld and like yeah yeah and like they get hyped up because like they know the hype around it and they're always surprised that like a kid like 24 years old they're like oh my god like dude seinfeld was out before i was even born like i'm a 96 like they were filming that show in what like the early 90s oh yeah dude it was like 89 to 96 or something like that yeah like it's crazy so anyway it's it's so funny to me but i love that show yeah, it, it, it is top five shows of all time for me. Maybe. That might have been aggressive. I don't know. But should we move on? Let's move on. So okay. let's move. Actually, oh, you know what? You know what I love? The, you know what I love about this? Is what? I love how we do smooth transitions. So speaking of TV, the one show that we're going to talk about is the fucking Bachelorette, baby. Of course. The Bachelorette. Literally and- BC Hydro of Electricity. <laughs> What was it brings not, to the show. Was that not like one of the most coincidental smooth transitions that we've ever done? Talking yeah. about TV shows and let's transition into our first topic. It was like awesome. I wish we scripted these things. I wish I, we w- did. I wish we did. Because it would show some level of competence in terms of po- like pre-production. So this episode is gonna release on Thursday, December 3rd. We are recording on Tuesday, December 1st. So the latest episode was released tonight. We didn't watch it, but we're going to kind of reflect on the most previous episode and kind of make some predictions about this week's episode that we haven't watched. Correct. Um, okay. So my, where do we start? First question. Okay. If you were to give me one person on this week's episode that played tonight, who do you think is going home? If anyone, there might not even be a rose oh, ceremony. I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah, true, true. I never. You know what I'm. You know what I'm trying to do before I give you my answer. I'm going to make sure I don't go too down too much of a rabbit hole. Okay. One thing I'm trying to do with the Bachelorette right now is every time they're about to cut to commercial or like like starting up the show where they pretty much preview the whole show. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to just not watch it. Like I'm trying to treat it like a. a movie You're trying trailer. to like just go in raw. Yeah, I want a raw dog like, these episodes because because like they actually. It gets, it does, it works. It gets you hyped up, but they give away so much of the episode by doing that. And so, like, I just, yeah. you know, I'm just trying to go exactly. I'm trying to get authentic, raw emotion coming out of this. Yeah. So that being said, I'm looking at the guys, and I'm my my focus instantly, instantly zeroes in on Riley, and I say, boy, you don't, you, your personality is not fit for this. You're way too serious. Mm-hmm. There's there's other guys here that are way more fun than you. You got to go. And so yeah. I think Tasha is going to realize, yeah, I do not want a like uptight lawyer as my dude to bring me through the most fun times of my life. So mm-hmm. Riley, you gots to go. You're okay, out of here. Okay, I like that. I don't mind that take actually. And with Riley, like he, I agree. It's just like I find that like he's either not saying anything, or like someone says something to him, and he just gets fucking fired up and he just gets so angry um i guess for me 
there's like it, it was kind of spoiled in the last episode where something clearly like is starting to like boil over where it's something between Bennett and Noah. Yeah. So, buddy. Like I think for the sake of the show, like, like Bennett's got to go. Like Bennett, Bennett has to go. Like I, I don't think. Like I love Bennett. Like I think he's sick. Um, but you, gen- just, you genuinely think he's sick, or you think he's funny? I love Bennett, dude. Benet, you think he's Benet funny, is the right? way to go, dude. I Come love on. Benet. It's because you think he's funny, right? That's it. Yeah. Yeah. For like sure. if you, let's say you were Tasha's brother, you would be like, you would, you would tell her, right? Like Bennett's got to go. No, I'd be like, Bennett's a douchebag, yeah. but, like, he's so funny. Um, <laughs> True. Yeah. But I think, though, for the sake of the show, because Bennett seems to be very, like, for the boys and whatnot, yeah. whereas Noah, like, creates havoc amongst the guys, like, that's what the producers want, man. Like, that's what the producers want. Yeah. Um, so we'll talk about producers to- wanting something, keeping Ed around, dude. Well, that's that's my other thing. That was my yeah. other question. So I would say out of the two, before we move on to Ed, I'm gonna say Bennett. Bennett's gonna be leaving just for just because like Noah has established himself as like a like a shitster, shitster. Yeah. If that's even a word, um, yeah, we'll give it to you. And he's a lone wolf, and no one likes him. So it's like he's got nothing to lose. So and then Ed, like. Where the like where the fuck does Ed get off, man? Like what? Yeah, this just <laughs> like dude, this died. like don't get me wrong, like he's so like I again, funny guy, but he gets lost on his way to Tasha's room when he knocks on Chris Harrison's door. And like who like who is this guy? You're Ed, Elijah. You're Ed. I'm not fucking Ed, dude. <laughs> I'm Ed. easily Ben or Spencer, dude. Get out of here with the Ed talk, all right? None of us ben, is Ed. I you're wouldn't... not. You're not Ben. Don't Bro. ever say you're Ben ever again. Bro, you are not rest, worthy. Put me in the put me in the cage with you. You'll find out who's Ben easily, dude. Dude, dude now, you're not Ben. I would never do that to any of my friends. I would never call any of you guys Ed because this guy, this guy is worse than a fucking bowling ball with a dent in it. Like he makes no sense whatsoever. Ed, Ed? yeah. yeah right. But you know what? The one thing I'll give him credit for is the fact that I think early, early on in this thing, like back in the Claire times, I think this man realized very quickly that he has zero chance of doing anything romantic or su- substantial with any woman on this show. <laughs> and so what he did, he's like, you know what? If I, the longer I stay on this show, the more publicity I get, and the more like. 15 minutes of fame I get to see after the show and more following I can utilize to like actually make some money after this. Dude, and so 100%. I think he, I think he just went like full stupid on everything. But like, I think he I, al- was... I also Sorry. feel like Ed is like the guy where like he's just, like I think he's actually the guy on the show that's like just looking for a vacation. Like yeah. I don't even know what Ed does for a job. <clears throat> yeah. But he probably like went to his boss and was like, "Look, like I'm going on the show, not because I'm trying to find love. I just want to hang out with a bunch of boys and a cute girl and just like hang out for like a couple yeah. months. So I'll see you in like four months, but I'm going to stay working here. You know, dude, how, how long do you think you'd be able to stay on the show? If like every time, if somehow every time you had to talk to the girl, you just like, like basically kissed <laughs> ass. If you're like, you're an amazing woman and like, didn't, you weren't like a dick about it. You weren't like, 
really selling her on it, but you gave her like all the superficial answers and did your best to disguise it a little bit. And then after that, you just went back and partied with the boys. Like, how long do you think you get away with that? Probably a dude, few, probably many weeks. Oh, dude, you could easily make it to three quarters through the season. Like, I don't think you're in the final four. Like, you're not going to fantasy suits no, with an attitude dude, no. like that. Because like, eventually, you got a body on you like I do. I don't know. Yeah, like Me eventually you'd have chance. to. Eventually you'd have to sling some shit. But yeah. to think that like you at least couldn't make it to like the elite eight or something, like, dude, like, come on. I think that's what we have to do with this. With the bachelors, we need to compare it to March Madness. Well, so, there's brackets out there already. We had to. We should have made a bracket at the beginning of the season. So there's a round of 64, the round of 32, the Sweet 16, the Elite Eight, and then the Final Four, and then the championship. Like, that's amazing. Like, how have we not thought about this? Well, every, every Josh, I'm telling you, everyone's already thought about it. They're doing brackets already. Dude, that's a tragedy how I've been watching this show for the last like two years and I've never even known that. Yeah, you as gotta a make sports a bracket, fan, bro. as a betting guy. We're gonna do this, man. Is it too late to join the bracket game? I think it's a bit I think well, you know what? We can do one now. We can do it for the sake of doing it. It's we should it we is, should do it a isn't. stick and ring bracket. I think so. I think the next time there's a season we do it right from the get go, full on. Get some video content going from that. But I think before that, we could even do one now if you wanted to, but I think it would be way easier. Yeah. Give, so just to confirm give me our a, takes. Sorry. Sorry, go you finish your sentence. So our two takes. Riley, you're saying Riley's going home, and I'm saying yeah. Bennett. I well, the funny thing is there's a there's probably three that go home. Maybe probably. two or three. Yeah. Yeah. So we both could be right. Who knows? Um yeah. I did have one more question. Who do you think is a dark horse still in this competition? Like I, I would say for the last couple episodes here. Ben has taken a lot of the limelight, and so has Ivan. And yeah. maybe I, I think that's really it. I mean, Brandon had a lot of the had a lot of the camera time a long time ago, a few episodes ago, but he's kind of he's kind of taking a break a little bit here. But who do you think's a guy who hasn't really seen the light so far that's still got a good chance? And there is a correct answer on this, like all my questions. Um if you think hard enough, you'll figure it out. Okay. Okay, I'm just gonna I actually Googled who's left on The Bachelorette because I need to see a face. I know. I, um, I actually I tried to do that, but it's it's not as easy as you think. You think it would just come up as like when you type in the cast of a movie, how it just throws all the names in front of you. It doesn't do that, yeah. though. Um, well, who went home? Okay, now I love when my wife I find. It just doesn't start loading. But I there's like three. What? I was, you could turn off your Wi-Fi for that little search if you wanted. Use oh, some data. I, oh, I did. I did. Nice. I did. Good guy. Um. So Kenny's out. Jordan was out. Jason's gone. Um. Wait, is Easy? Easy's still there, my man. Oh my god! I'm looking at spoilers. I gotta get off. That was eight days ago. I'm such an idiot. Fuck me. I just looked at a couple things. God damn it. I'm so mad at myself, dude. I'm so fucking mad. <sighs> Did the article not say at the top, like, in huge letters, spoilers? Didn't say, didn't say, yeah, didn't say spoiler. Oh, my God. I'm going to report guy. this article as spam, dude. That's okay. actually fucking Do you ridiculous. have an answer for the question? Uh, um... I'm gonna say, who who is the older guy that Tasha was making out with in the hot tub? 
That would be fuck was his name? Wasn't so, Brandon, was it? Oh it, it, no, 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 no. His name fuck, I know who he was. He's got kind of a receding hairline. Yeah. Uh, I know exactly who you're talking about. Brandon's a short, kind of short, skinny white guy as well. Yeah, Brandon but, not the first one on one, but it's the other. I, think, I actually think it's I think it's Brendan too. I don't think it's Brandon. I think it's Brendan. Okay. Um, um so I like him. Yeah, you know fuck who me I with think this is, guy's name. It's gonna drive you me nuts who, right now. You know who I think is taking a back seat is fucking Blake, man. Yeah, Blake. but Blake's an idiot though. Yeah, well, Blake sorry, is. that's mean. He's not an idiot. He's just his personality. I would say was kind of geared towards like a Claire type girl, but I, I just don't really see it it happening. Yeah, it, it's you know? almost like he almost seems like too scripted. I yeah. think. Yeah, yeah. Who is just yours? So the, in my opinion, the like, the definite dark horse that's left in this competition has got to be Spencer. Like Spencer is, he came in with such fire, such heat when he got here, and yeah, like he made he like p- one comment. And yeah, like, he, that was he was it. he was pissing guys off. That was funny, whatever. But I would say when he came in, she had it, like you literally heard her say she's like that guy's hot as fuck. So yeah, I think that I think we have not heard the last of Spencer. And I, uh, yeah, Spencer Robertson, dude, this guy, Megan said it perfectly. And I bet all the other girls did too. You can't really tell if this guy is like a genuinely like 10 out of 10 guy through and through, or if he's a serial killer, one of the two, just look in yeah. those eyes. You really can't tell. Yeah. Um, the guy that was in the hot tub, Zach figured it out. Fucking Zach. That's Fucking it. Zach. Yeah. See, I like, I, I like Zach. I like Zach. He, he seems like a pretty chill guy. Yeah. Um, but dude, like it's. I'm sorry, but like I think the three front runners right now, I would say Ben, Ivan, and Noah. Like, oh, get out of here with Noah. He's not a front runner now. He might have a chance, but he's not a front runner. No, he's dude, not. He's he, not getting anywhere near the top five. He's too young, dude. Yeah, yes, young too. dude. A guy like that always gets there. He always gets to the top. Oh, that's a good input. But I'm gonna go. I'm, who'd you give? You gave top three. Ben, top three. You had it good with Ben, Ivan. But then the other guy is going to be Brendan for sure. She, even though it's been a minute, she's still there with that guy. Okay, and number four okay. is Spencer. And that's saying something considering he hasn't done shit all in the last three weeks. So, um, <laughs> you, know, you know what I like, though, is how, like, Chasen was just, like, voted off last week with, like, no repercussions. Like, him and, him and Ed had beef for an episode. Yeah. And then he got voted off, like, cause, yeah, I don't Which know. Which is hilarious because... Maybe my mind is wrong when I think this, but if I lined up a thousand girls and gave them the choice of Jason or Ed, I'm pretty <laughs> sure 995 of them would choose Jason. No matter how yeah, stupid 100%. he is. Like he's just not it's not Ed. I'm going to I'm going to see if I can find Ed on Instagram. Yeah, I'm you curious. probably could to be honest. While Do you're you doing that, this? we're going to move on though. We're going to expedite this episode, okay? Yeah. Are you are you ready for that? You got a final thought. It's okay if you have a final thought. No, keep it going. Okay, keep it rolling, Josh says. So we had some we had some beef. We had some conflict in the NHL world. NHL obviously is not going on. We had news today that the season probably won't go on until January 15th. Most likely past that from Darren Drager. But we will get news shortly this week as well in more regards to that. But the news story that we're talking about is more geared towards fucking Logan Paul and, and Jake Paul obviously getting out there. So Evander yep. Kane taken to social media to call Logan Paul and his mop, dude. I took offense <laughs> to that. I, I tweeted at I tweeted at the 
I think I tweeted at Evander Kane. I said, dude, don't count my guys with mops. Like, before you know, I'm going to start cheering for J- Logan Paul. And that's, <laughs> that's a shame. But you can't attack the hair, man. It's a tough look. Yeah. I mean, it was. I mean, it was kind of it was kind of funny though for um, like Evander Kane. Like uh, I just I hate Evander Kane, dude. I I don't like him, and I think seventy five percent of the NHL would agree with me. Really? Um, I would say so. Like I just think like he talks so much shit. Like he wants to go up against Jake Paul in a fucking boxing match, and. Well, I think he like, was actually calling out Logan Paul. I don't. I like. I know they both are kind of in the same. Like, I think Logan Paul. He hasn't wait, had a boxing fought? match. Jake wait, Paul has fought? fought twice now. I don't think Logan Paul has fought. Who but fought I think Nate Robinson? That was Jake Paul, his brother, who his did younger it, brother. And who did Evander call out? Logan Paul. I'm pretty sure that was the guy that was tagged in the video. Oh, you you know both. Logan Paul was the actual first one to go viral through like Vine and and YouTube and stuff like that. That was Logan. That was Logan, the guy. But the guy in the ring recently was Jake Paul, and right. they were they were both wrestlers. I think Div won like all American wrestlers at a, at a university as well. Oh, so shit. they 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 have a background and they're big boys. Yeah, as, for sure. as Nate Robinson's caved in face found out. Yeah. Um, so, so who ahead. was so then who was Evander talking shit to? <laughs> Who's drunk, dude? You or me? Fucking <laughs> Logan Paul, the old. Okay, one. okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Okay, um, yeah. I mean, for me though, like, regardless of who Evander was talking shit to, like, dude, like these guys are wrestlers. Like, they're they're tough. Like, they're tough kids. And dude, like, I love how Revo came in. Or actually, you know what? I think it was actually Revo's brother that plays on the Rough Riders in the CFL. And he what? chirped Evander, and then Ryan came in, and he basically like called him, basically called him a pussy. Like, dude, like you won't, you won't even fight me on the ice, and now you're trying to fight these guys. Like, you're actually like, you're actually a punk. Like, I don't know. I'm just, I'm not a fan. Like, you know, saw- you know what's funny is that I, I don't know if you have the names right, but you have the story right. It looks like it was Robin Leonard that said that. He said, nah, step out of the way and let real knights fight. He called him a baby shark, and then Ryan Reeve jumped in, too. Oh, But yeah, yeah you had the facts right. You had it all right after that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just, I love Robin Leonard, because Robin Leonard is, I feel like he's a guy that, like, he's not necessarily, like, the toughest guy, but, like, if you hit him, he'll yeah. actually, like, kill you. Like, he's the guy that, like, won't well, stop. Like not to make a joke of mental illness and bi- like bipolar disorder, but like he could full on go crazy on you. Like that's not that's <laughs> not just because of the bipolar thing. Like that, like just looking at him, like he looks like if he was in the ring, he'd be a straight killer. Yeah, dude. If he, if he had to be, dude, he looks like a straight killer in like the national anthem. Like when he yeah, does dude, the, the neck tattoo. If he, if if I was in the ring and he just turned around and gave, showed me his neck tattoo, I would gladly bow out and go out the bottom rope like a diva. Dude, like literally, like could you imagine like? You're on the national anthem on the other team, and he like he's got his back turned towards you, and like slowly like starts like just like turning towards you, yeah, fuck. like just like and just like looking into your soul and like looking like Derek Carr on the sideline last week in the NFL, like looking like an absolute psychopath. Like yeah. I don't know, yeah. Robin Leonard terrifies me. Evander Kane's a pussy. 
Uh, Ryan Reeves' hair is looking nice, dude. He got the fro going. He's got the nice little fro. I love it. I love that. Yeah, I need more afros in my life. I think it's dope. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, honestly, that's that's pretty much it that we have for hockey news. Correct. Um, God, I think Raph's asleep right now, right? Oh, I think he's he's conked out. We, We may very well be not recording right now, and we'd have no idea. Like... That's that is terrifying to me, but at the same time, I love living life on the edge. What would piss me off the most is not that our entire episode would be gone, but that people would not hear this part of the conversation where, like, we are totally aware of what could be happening, but we're just choosing to ignore it for the sake of Peter Griffin getting some sleep. Yeah, totally. So, so move, moving on to the monolith, is that what you want to do, or you want to go to sports still? Oh, let's. I don't want to talk about the monolith, dude. Like, no, we got, dude. You got to talk about the monolith. Do you know what happened? No, they found another one. Same type, same type, dude. Almost the exact same. I think it's Photoshop, dude. What do you do? There's videos, there's videos of it. Yeah, video. This is this is in Romania, dude. They found this one in Romania. That's wild. So, I was open to something today. Where, okay. it, you know, this actually might explain it. It says, in Stanley Kubrick's 2001 A Space Odyssey movie. Have you heard of that? I hadn't heard of it until today. No. Uh, so in that movie, an alien monolith is a recurring symbol that appears to play a role in the development of human evolution. Rather than being a structure, the truth of the Romanian monolith may be more prosaic, whatever that means. Basically, in the movie, there was three monoliths that appeared that had something to do with human evolution and they were replaced by aliens and motherfucker, we got two monoliths so far. Oh my God. I don't know if there's a third one coming (laughs) soon, but like, could you imagine if you walked into your place of work and right in the park in the middle of the park and I was a monolith, you'd be like, dude, I was going to say like, what if you look out your window right now and it's just chilling there in the middle of your street? (laughs) Like, would you actually like, what would you do? Like, what, what would you do? I would walk out. You like, can't you go, go down without it? a fight, dude. You can't go down. Well, because the story so far is obviously like they've been like 10 feet tall, big steel structures, but they're hollow. So like they're dr- drilled into the ground or something like that, but they're hollow. But can you imagine if you yeah. went outside and tried to drop kick it and it was just like solid steel? Like yeah, I'd be just, like, like, oh, broke your fuck. <laughs> I would be, just, I'd be crying. Just starts vibrating. I'd be crying more because what it means would be like, oh shit, aliens for sure. And I had to explain this today to someone. I had to explain, and they were like, so what if it's aliens? And, I, and, and they said, like, what if they're good? And I was like, you don't understand. Like, if aliens are bad, it pretty much means that we're all dead. Like, that's pretty much what it means. Yeah, pretty much. And so that's a pretty big extreme. But on the other side, if aliens are good, like, even as good as they can get, it doesn't really change much for us. Like, maybe as a world, we develop a little bit technologically, but, like, it's not like we cure everything and, like, we become this super species. You yeah. know what I mean? Like the, the extreme is only one way. It's and it's if we die. So fuck the aliens. I don't want them coming. What here. if what what if the third what if the third monolith? Like you break it open. There's like a vaccine for COVID. That would be nuts, dude. That would be a sick ending to this Truman Show type movie right now. That would be, dude. That would, it would be. be fucking. I uh, the last point I have about this is I was listening to some Barstool content today, and uh, yeah. it was it was Dave KFC and Big Cat. They were talking about the monolith, the new one that appeared. 
And so they started talking. They're like, you know what? This could be an, a big opportunity. Like, what if we just place the next monolith like in Central Park ourselves? <laughs> and they were like, what if we like slap some bar stool logos on or something? Like, it will make international news. <laughs> Viva and, la stool. Yeah, they're like, just put Viva on it, dude. <laughs> like, <laughs> and I was thinking, I was like, that's so fucking bar stool to take like this weird trending phenomenon and somehow like take all claim for it and like make it their own somehow. Dude, why don't we go slap some sticking ring stickers on those things? Fucking Big Cat. Yeah, that'd be a sick idea. Big Cat was like, dude, we could just carry it in a blanket. And when we get so like no one knows what it is. And when we get there, we'll like we'll put it in. And then after that, we'll like leave a hazmat suit around it or something like that. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like, dude, you're fucked. (laughs) But that was fun. That was funny stuff. Those guys are always funny. Let's do all these things. Anyways, we we don't have to bore you too much with the monolith talk. Listen to the Islanders Never Say Die podcast, your one-stop shop for Islanders news, analysis, and opinions, featuring the biggest personalities in sports podcasting, TJ and the Grumpy Old Man. That's right, TJ. If you want your opinions viewed through orange and blue-colored glasses from an Islander bobo and charter member of the Inlui Trust crowd, you'll love the measured commentary from TJ. On the other hand, if you want the unvarnished truth of a hockey purist, a genius, a legend, And an all-around great guy, the grumpy old man's insane ramblings will be just what you need to survive each and every week. An all-around great guy? Well, we also have weekly installments of Stump the Grump, an absolute fan favorite. Make sure to participate in our live streams and listen every Monday and Thursday to the bi-weekly podcast. You can find the Islanders Never Say Die podcast on the Hockey Podcast Network. Do you want to move in quickly to NHL talk at all? I mean, I don't think we're going to have too many opinions about it. NHL or NFL? Uh, the, I was going to talk about the owners, the whole owners demanding more money thing. but Honestly, dude, what else is fucking new? Owners yeah. always want more money. I just want to say shout out Alan Walsh. Uh, I did tweet at him today and I got a reply and I'm always surprised people actually reply to me, but that's hilarious. You're an interesting He's, guy, Elijah. I don't know what to yeah. tell you. Yeah, it's, and I kind of took a bit of a shot at him. I quoted his tweet and I said, I'm still a bit confused by this. Did I disagree with something Alan Walsh said? And he replied, he said, please say it ain't so. <laughs> so like maybe we're bo- maybe we're best friends now. I don't know. You might be boys. You might be we might be boys. boys after we that. might be boys. Love that. Uh, okay, so what's our topic here? That we're gonna finish off on Josh. It's fucking NFL talk as always. Take what me away. Take me away, sir. Take me away. Um, um. Are you actually gonna take it away, or do you want me to take it away? I'll take it away, dude. Okay, I'll keep scratching so, my nutties. NFL fraud talk. Um, so what Elijah and I did is we're getting to crunch time of the playoffs or crunch time of the regular season where the playoff picture is somewhat, uh, at least in the AFC, starting to get a little bit more clear, I would say. Uh, the NFC is just a free-for-all because the NFC East sucks. So... You could have, like, if your division is ripping it right now, you could have, like, three teams from one division make it because, yeah, the NFC East, they're all just so bad. Um, And Elijah and I decided, well, let's come up with a team from each division, or each conference, I should say, that we think is a fraud. Now, these teams are leading their division, or... Yeah, yeah we're going to go with division leaders. We're going to pick on them. Yeah, so because, like, obviously, like, it could be said that, you know, like, we could say Miami is a fraud or the Rams are a fraud if you're, uh, if you're Elijah. Um, 
So, Elijah, do you want to kick us off? Yeah, absolutely. Why don't I give you my AFC team first? Okay. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and say that our beloved, our our countrymen and all of his friends, unfortunately, the Steelers are frauds, Josh. The Steelers are big-time frauds. <laughs> and Chase, Chase Claypool himself is not a fraud. That guy is the real deal. Made a steal out here to make a meal. That guy catches every fucking ball in the sky. Mm-hmm. However, I mean, he's not he's not a finished product. He 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 himself will he like. It's not like Chase Claypool is going to come to life and win a playoff game mm-hmm. for this team on his back. Like, hopefully, yeah. like if that happens, it'd be sick. But I don't see it happening. And that no. being said, you know what we've been missing this year is like the multiple injury Ben Roethlisberger game, where like he doesn't even get sacked. He just gets like rolled up on in a weird way and somehow injures like his shin, his thigh and his throwing arm all in one play and comes up limping and like not enough to get stretchered out or even just be out for the game, but just enough to be like, he's playing hurt and he's yeah. just not the same Ben. So that's just like point. a little banged up. Yeah. That's one point. And the fact that this team, this team, Josh, they cannot run the ball right now. No, not even. And they have James Conner, like a guy who had a great season, but just might, might be a kind of one hit wonder kind of thing, which is a shame because of his story. But yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, this team, if you can't run the ball, it's eventually going to catch up to you. So, I mean, that defense, we'll see what they can do. Um, I think that they've been, they've been, uh, what's the word, benefactors of a very, very generous schedule. And, yeah. and not not to the point where they would, wouldn't be in the playoffs, but the whole 10-0 thing, I'm not reading as much into that. Um, but here we yeah. are. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, I think I think there's a couple things there that I agree with. I think... Uh, yeah, the run game. I mean, you know what, James Conner, like, yeah, yeah, like you said, cool story. Went to the University of Pittsburgh, um, you know, had cancer, recovered, and then ended up getting drafted by the Steelers. Or was he, or was he a walk on? Anyway, ends up playing where he went to university, which not a lot of uh, players can actually say, considering there's so many teams in the NCAA. So, but I mean, yeah, he had one good season. It was his rookie year. But after that, like, you know, teams, obviously, like you have you have film, like, you know, you know how to play a guy. So I agree. James Conner, um, definitely not having one of the one of the best years. And Big Ben, like, you know, how long can this guy go on? I mean, he's won before, so I'm not about to write him off. Um, oh, you, know, you, have, not. you have Juju, you have Chase, you have James Washington, like they're good. <laughs> And I think the other biggest factor is, you know, when we say like their schedule, like to me, their offense, like it could be said, like their offense might be a little bit of a pretender or they may have just gotten like not necessarily lucky, but because you can't run the ball, you know, their air game looks really good. Um, Yeah. And their passing game is nice. So I guess for me, though, the biggest test that is really going to put the Steelers in my books as a legit contender is going up against a team, I don't know their schedule, but going up and against an offensive team and really testing their defense. That's what I want to see from this team. Like, yeah. if their defense can actually show up against, uh, I would say maybe like the Bills, uh, maybe, um, obviously the biggest test would be Kansas City. 100% would be Kansas City, but they don't have them on their schedule. So yeah. we can't necessarily say that. Um, but a very offensively strong team, even Seattle, even Seattle, I would say, would be a good test for the Steelers defense. Um, yeah. 
and they would and they would probably win that game. But my AFC team, uh, for who is a fraud? I'm sorry, Bills Mafia. Oh but no! But your team, it, it's just it's not. It's just not fully put together yet. I think their defense is slightly taking a step back from last year. Um, they're just not the same. Yeah. But their offense is phenomenal. Don't get me wrong. They're kind of the opposite of the Steelers right now. And they're I kind of say. opposite as the Bills of past of the past few years. That's what's yeah. kind of nuts. Yeah, for sure. Like their offense is proven and they're great, but there's some question marks about the defense. So um, I, I just I don't see them you know, like getting through to like, they're going to have to play. I'm trying to think, let's look at the division. They're, they're going to have to play Tennessee. They're going to have to play uh, Pittsburgh. They're going to have to play Kansas city and all those teams like Kansas city's offense, dude. Like it's, it's so hard to come up against uh, Tennessee's offense too, man. Like dude, Derek Henry is just, like he's he's crazy. Like if you can't stop him, like you're not stopping that that offense at all. Yeah. Um I love the phrase. We know he, I love yeah. the phrase. I've I've been listening to some podcasts and just listening to media. I love the phrase business decisions when they use that. Like they yeah. always they always describe it. They're like guys in in November, December, and January, whenever Derrick Henry's running at them, they make business decisions. They decide not to tackle him or they do not want to tackle him because tackling Derrick Henry in fucking cold weather sucks. Yeah. Hurts. That's hilarious. Hurt, like a motherfucker. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that that's my team. I mean, you know, looking at the AFC, what does that look like? So Kansas City, you're gonna have to play them. Uh, Buffalo, Tennessee, and Pittsburgh. Like those are your leading divisions. So, yeah. um, the one thing I will say, just a little shout out, uh, dude, Cleveland. So I heard this on part of my take. The Cleveland Browns are going to have their first above 500. They're going to have a winning season since 2007. 13 years. Crazy, dude. man. And that's just to years. go minimum like 8 and 8, right? Is that even are we considering 8 and 8 not a negative season, I guess? Maybe they haven't had a even 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 season since then? Um either way, that's just 9 and 7. Yeah. Like they're hopefully going to do a lot better than that. Yeah. But if they don't, still 9 and 7. You know what? You know what's crazy is they're eight or and three and record. They're an eight yeah. and three record, dude, and their point differential is minus twenty one. Crazy, right? And Baltimore and you look at is Miami. six and four, and they're plus seventy three. Yeah, it's crazy what so, football does to you, right? Yeah, it's nuts. Uh, nuts. Football is a crazy game. It is. Um, I will say to wrap up my Steelers point, just to hear their schedule. Starting week one here, what we got. Let me see. Actually, I got the preseason lining up with me at the same time. The, so they had the Giants, the Broncos, the Texans. They had a game against the Titans that was postponed. Mm-hmm. So they had then they had the Eagles, Browns. Then they played the Titans, the Ravens, Cowboys, Bengals, and Jags. How many bad teams did I just list? Yeah. I one, mean, two, I think three. I think what how many of those teams currently are below five hundred? I believe seven. One, two, three, four. I have the standings. Five, six, right here. seven. Yep. Seven teams are below 500. So seven of their 11 teams. Now, what seven games the do they have? Seven of the 10 teams are below 500 records. So, yep. what games do they have remaining? So, they've got against the Ravens. Uh, that's tomorrow. 
They've got the Washington football team, Buffalo Bills, Bengals, Colts, and Browns. So another four four games against playoff teams right now. But and and, and obviously they're gonna have easy opponents in there too. The Bengals and football team are the non playoff team, but Ravens, Bills, Colts, and Browns should be some pretty good tests, I would say. Ravens, Bills, Colts, and Browns. Yeah, I think like this is the stretch where we're really gonna see. I mean, I would say if you can beat if you can beat Buffalo. Uh, you should beat Cleveland. Uh, if you can beat Buffalo and the Colts, I'll say you're legit, regardless of if you lose to any of the other teams. Like you could lose to Cincinnati, and I wouldn't really care because it's probably yeah, just a one-off. That they're just trying to fuck up your playoff picture. That's all yeah, that is. Just a letdown game. Yeah, totally. but I mean, hey, they're they're playing for a lot because this year you only get one bye in the playoffs. So true. Them in Kansas City. I mean, they're neck and neck, ten and zero and ten and one. So, I mean, they do have a lot to play for. Even these letdown games actually do mean quite a bit. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they they dictate home field advantage. But, I mean, you know, during COVID, you know, what does that really do for you? But, um, yeah. So Let me me ask you just a simple yes or no question. And you don't have to give too much justification before we move on to the NFC. I will literally just give you a one-word yes or no answer. Okay. Right now, I'm looking at the Patriots at five and six. And, obviously, their road to get in the playoffs is still a very difficult one. It's pretty mm-hmm. much win out and get some help. Yeah. But I'm looking at the teams that are in the playoffs, the Colts, Dolphins, and even below that, the Ravens and Raiders. Out of those five teams, if I include the Patriots, Raiders, Ravens, Colts, and Dolphins, are the Patriots the one that you would least want to see in the playoffs? If you're any team? Of, of those teams. Of those five. So you, it was the Ravens. Raiders. Yeah. Colts. Yeah. Dolphins are the um, Patriots the le- like your least favorable opponent because the, of past history, like just because of what no. they bring in a playoff game. No, really, no, no. You would go They're, someone else. Wow, I I would go someone else. I just I don't. I, I'm not necessarily about to like wrap it up on Tampa Bay because I'm still I love Brady and I know you do too. Yeah. Um, but. I, I don't know. I just, I don't think like the Patriots, like I think people realize like they're not, they're not the same. Like they're not intimidated. Like that's, that's what happens. Like when you break up a band, like you're not intimidating yeah. anymore. Like you don't Belichick and Brady put the fear of God into people. But now like, don't get me wrong. Like Brady is still effective and coach Belichick is still effective. Don't, like I'm not saying that they're not, but when you don't have the two of them, like they made, they made each other. Yeah. Like they made each other for what they are today. You know, like true. Belichick was the innovator that was kind of like the brains behind everything. And Brady was the one that made it happen and executed the game plan. I'm still those two guys. I'm still saying if somehow the Patriots make it in and they're majority healthy, I know they don't have a lot of players from COVID and and like the, the opt out list. Yeah. But if, if they make it in and they're relatively healthy and they're big players, I, I think every team is not wanting to face him because they're looking at Bill Belichick and they're saying, fuck, dude, he made it in. And all he has to do is shut me down for one hour. That's yeah. It. Yeah. Like, isn't I that mean, fucking nuts, dude? Like he Bill Belichick has drawn up some game plans where Brady has not played well and they've still handedly won. And yeah. I would just be I'd be terrified if I was another team. Yeah. I mean, to me, though, like on that point, like 
I think for me, it all starts with the quarterback. Like people aren't intimidated by Cam Newton. It's true. They he has a lot like, of boneheaded plays. Like Belichick can drop as many fucking plays as he wants. But at the end of the day, you don't have Brady there. You have fucking Cam Newton, the one-year, one million-dollar quarterback. So that's right. So uh, I mean, all I think those that's listeners the out one there, thing that's not worrying. All the fucking listeners out there that are saying to themselves, "Man, you said one word answer. You gave a lot of words. Guess what? We're fucking knowledgeable. We'll give you an answer we want. All right, that's how it goes yeah. right here. Um, let's move on. Let's get to the NFC. The NFC fraud. The old the NFC. NFC fraud. And you know what? Uh, Why don't we include the the two wildcard teams in there, the Bucks and the Rams, if you want? Just because, like those, I feel like okay. those two teams are kind of as good as the other three teams. Sure. Okay. Um. Mine, uh, again, I don't know his status on when he's set to return, but I'm going to go with the Saints, dude. I'm going to go with yeah. the Saints. You took I just, my pick. Let's talk I about just, it. I don't, I mean, like, the Saints are there because of Drew Brees. Like, I love Taysom Hill, but, dude, this guy, like, everyone's like, yeah, like, he can play a quarterback. No, he can't. He can't play quarterback. He cannot throw the ball. 40 plus times like Breeze does. He cannot do that. People need to get that out of their fucking head. Because when they're like, yeah, like he's so good. I'm like, yeah, dude. I'm like, that's because Breeze allows him to be be like that. When you don't have Breeze, Taysom Hill is literally just a wildcat offense. That's like decent. That's yeah. all that is. Um, so, yeah. I mean, okay, I just, so maybe some without Breeze, points, I'm, I'm, on your, I'm on your side. I, I said that as well, the Saints are the fraud in this division, or sorry, yeah. in this conference. But yeah. some counterpoints against us. Their defense is first in yards allowed, second in rushing yards, and fifth in points allowed. So, I mean, this team is fucking, they got a good defense on them right now. They got a great defense that can get them through a lot. But what I would say to that is if this team right now, the way this team is made up, I don't think I don't think if Breeze comes back, he's anything very useful because his arm is barely there as it is. And when you have as many cracked ribs and collapsed lungs as this guy had, I don't think you have much of a of a of a convincible story to come back and say, Yep, I'm feeling good. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I don't think that's how you feel when you come back from that injury. But that being said, if this because of that. If this team goes down in a game, if somehow the defense cannot hold up long enough for the offense to get them a lead, I cannot see this team fighting from behind. Like yeah. the way Michael Thomas has been playing, he's not the Michael Thomas of, of past years, not getting the targets that no. he's used to. It's, it's Taysom and him don't have that connection. Unless they put fucking yeah. famous Jamison and he just cooks for the entire rest of the season, which might be a move, but it, they won't do it because Taysom's winning them games and he's playing well. He's playing more than yeah. well enough to win games. But, yeah, I just don't see that connection with Michael Thomas that needs to be there for this offense to be effective in yeah. big games. Like Alvin Kamara, one of the, I would say, top four players in the NFL, maybe top five if you're including offense and defense. But mm-hmm. this guy cannot do it all. Like he, no. he, we've, we've seen him in games where, where defense is key on him. They, they tackle him for losses all the time. Just because yeah. if, if your line can't hold it, it's not going to do much. So no, I think you and I both anything. have the same thoughts about the Saints. I did. I mean, the Cardinals are not what we thought they were. Can no. we just talk about that for a second? The Cardinals are not who we thought they were. We are who they thought they were. And we <laughs> exactly. Let them off the hook. Like the Cardinals, <laughs> what are you doing, man? You know, you know what? You know what's so funny is that quote was actually made from the Cardinals coach, like from way back yeah. when. About Singletary, the Bears. right? 
the Bears are who they thought we were. <laughs> the Bears are who they thought or no, what was we it? thought like, they were. Yeah, we thought they, they were. And yeah. we let them off the hook. <laughs> Such a good quote, dude. Well, well I think that's a like sports are in top 10, like coach meltdowns. That's oh, uh, that's always going to be there along with the playoffs. Playoffs? playoffs? You're talking about playoffs? playoffs? <laughs> That's like God, Bonnie dude. Henry getting to the fucking dude. That is literally Bonnie Henry getting to the She's like, stand for the past week and a half. She's like, what? I know. She's like, freedom. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you talking She's about like, right? <laughs> she, 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 I could I already see it. She she would literally be like, she'd be like, opening things up. I'll be lucky if we don't get 10 cases in a day. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, you guys want friends? Friends? Are you kidding me? You guys can't be in the same room without making out. Yeah. You can't do this. God damn. <laughs> I think that was a good spot to end. Oh, my that God, dude. But, you know, I, I think, yeah, I mean, I think, like, the, the biggest thing is, though, is the NFC, dude, like, you just look at, like, all these teams, and, like, it's in shambles. Yeah. Like, it, it is in well, shambles right you now. you go down, dude, and you look at it, you're like, okay, Atlanta's dwindling, what's going on there? Like, and look at the injuries that are fucking this con- this conference up, dude. Like, all the yeah. Niners injuries, all, the, like, Detroit has a couple guys out, Dallas, the injuries they have going on. It is fucking with them. Like, I mean, I, I it's think making for this me, conference look ugly. I think for me though, like when I look at like just certain teams, like I'll list off a couple and I'll just list off one point that I think that can hold hold this back. Green Bay is just lack of lack of depth on defense. Like I just I don't and consistency of Aaron Rodgers. Okay. okay. New New Orleans, Breeze is hurt. Um, so that, that you're a big breeze guy. You don't doubt the arm. You don't doubt the age. eh? I I love Drew Brees. I love Drew Brees. I love a good old quarterback that can still fucking sling it. See, this is Josh for all the listeners out there. You'll get used to Josh. If you're a new, new listener, he will, he will stand beside his old grandpa athlete until they are officially retired. Yeah. Even after their worst season, he'll still say he's amazing. Yeah. And that's exactly that's loyalty. Um, my next one would be like Tom, like Tom Brady in Tampa Bay, like just lack of consistency on offense. And since we've learned Tom Brady is actually the caller of the plays, Bruce Arians has come out and said like Brady calls the plays like on the field, like Arians has nothing to do with that. So, and then I'm not even going to talk about the NFC East because it just makes me sad. Um, and then you have <laughs> Seattle who is great offense, bad defense. And the Rams, bad offense, good defense. So polar opposite, almost virtual, virtually the same record. And it shows. And then the Cardinals are pretenders. So, I mean, whereas when you go back to the AFC, like you have like clear dominant division leaders, I would say, right? Like Kansas City, dominant. Buffalo, wouldn't say dominant, but pretty good. Uh, uh, yeah, Tennessee, my, like Tennessee, steps ahead of the competition, for sure. Totally. Tennessee and Indiana, I would say that's that's a pretender division, for sure. Uh, and then you have Pittsburgh and Cleveland, like just kind of like teams that might actually be oh, that actually might be the overrated division. Think about this division. Pittsburgh, a little bit overrated, maybe uh, Cleveland, a little bit overrated and Baltimore, a little bit overrated. Um, you know, so I mean, yeah, there's a there's a lot of stuff going on. But uh, yeah, I think okay. New Orleans, dude, no chance, no chance. I think going far. Maybe we can end this episode by. 
you just giving me massive props for winning another week of pick them second in a row, third of the year. Yeah, um, fuck, you won again, eh? You know what? Was I almost there... with the Eagles yesterday. I forgot that yeah. I was only one behind. I should have went oh, with the Eagles. I thought you were playing mind games because fucking our friend called me and he was, and we we all knew the situation. Like I was leading by one with one game left. And, and so I was one behind. I forgot. You, you would have had to have gone against me. But I was telling him, I was like, you know what? I was taking the Seahawks all the way, but there was part of me that was thinking Josh knows he has to go Eagles. So maybe I'll just pick the Eagles to get that out of the way. And yeah, so yeah, I thought yeah. when I looked at your pick, I'm like, oh, he was reverse, reverse psychologying me. Yeah. No, to be honest, I thought I, I was too forgot. back. I thought I was too back. Yeah, I know. You, um, you, you, I picked the Bears on fucking Sunday night, so you weren't too back. Yeah, fuck. Oh, my God. Or anyway, is that yeah. it? That's it, I think. We got to somehow tell Raffle to stop recording. And that, that'll be it. That really will be it. Do you think like a light right now? Do you think do you think what? Like Raph's out, right? Like he's out like a light. Yeah, I think I think like chin to the ground, full snore. Is he asleep in this chair? God, I think in his thing, chair, which means his neck is leaning one way. He's gonna wake up and like shoot his neck up and kink it up real good. Yeah. All right. Well, sleep tight, Raph. We'll see you in the morning, buddy. Yeah. Adios, <laughs> Raph and Daffy. And that's episode 99.5 in the books. 99.5 season two officially kicking off. However, episode 100 is the unofficial kickoff of sticking rink. That's how we do it. The minute that we're able to do this in person, we'll kick it off the right way. Oh, harder, baby.